and you are listening to a special edition of the Fans of Wrestling show here on the FOW Radio Network on Podbean. And I am Patrick, your host as always. With me, uh, my actual blood brothers, my baby brothers, uh, Bob and Derek Alvarez. And, uh, you know, we just decided, hey, we're going to get together and talk a little pro wrestling. Uh, of course, I, they haven't watched in a long time. I think Bob probably sometime in the Attitude Era, Derek uh, in the Ruthless Aggression Era. So we figure, hey, you know, they, you know, Bob recently just watched WrestleMania 37 uh, in, in full, probably the, the, the first time in a long time that he's watched a a show in you know full uh, from beginning to end. And Derek, I don't know how often or what's last time you watch wrestling. But please, introduce us. Also, they have a band, which they will bring up a lot. Uh, of course, they will give us their Twitter handle by the end of the night. But uh, for now, uh, tell me a little bit more about about you two and, and your wrestling fandom or lack thereof. All right. Well, I'm, I'm Bobbert Jesus Alvarez, younger brother of Patrick. Uh, and he, I, got it, I got really uh, into wrestling at a young age. When he got into wrestling, once we were in Orlando, and I think being a kid and being into wrestling in Orlando in the 90s, it's pretty epic, in my opinion. And I got out of it, I got out, I, I guess I out, outgrew my, my taste, or it must have been a combination of outgrowing that and losing interest in something that wasn't holding my interest anymore. Uh, I don't really think it's the industry's fault at the time. Because looking back now, there were some really great matches in that time. But I'm still, you know, that era was pretty, pretty epic. Um, And uh, and my name's Derek. Um, I got into wrestling... Ever since I can remember anything, um, Patrick being a fanatic, Bob as well. Um, I just remember growing up, seeing them uh, take photos with wrestlers of shows that they had gone to. Uh, Patrick has a bunch of VHS tapes of fights or matches that he recorded. So A lot of cassette, yeah, a lot yeah. of uh, VHS tapes. So them just schooling me and... Uh, and and just trying to I guess get my brain to soak up everything that they wanted me to know. Even um, jumping through a glass table. Yes. When uh, you were two, three. We was, we do not teach him how to do that. He he learned how to do that all on his own. Yeah. I was three. I had him three, two or three, yeah. Um, and yeah, and then uh, after getting through, you know, watching everything from the, from the past, everything that my brother had recorded, um, at the time when I was really into it, the the most current or. The era that I would watch, you know, wrestling live would have been uh, when Edge, Randy Orton, Bautista were really big, uh, Degeneration X, um, the Sex in the Ring stuff, uh, <laughs> when uh, Chris Benoit died, when Eddie Guerrero died. Uh, so I'll, around that time was when I was. R- R- that was, yeah, that, that was the Ruthless Aggression era. Yeah, That's around the time I stopped paying attention. But, you know, stuff like the death of Eddie Guerrero 
and Benoit still hit pretty hard as a you know wrestling fan watching these guys since WCW, and you know like that those probably some of my early favorite WCW wrestlers besides Sting um, would be Benoit, Malenko, Eddie. So let me ask you a question. Let's just get, get onto it. And you watch WrestleMania 37, oh, nights yeah. one and two. Uh, of course, they were live on Peacock here in the United States. Um, but you guess I haven't watched. You, you, you were not a subscriber to the Lee Network, but no, you, I would never. You have access to the uh, the Peacock, uh, so you decided to check it out since it was there. Right, might uh, as well. Yeah, so I guess we got thank, thank NBC, it's working. They gained an extra viewer. Um, and that's, yeah, in that sense it worked because it, it did broaden the spectrum of who can watch it and who's it more accessible to. Yeah. And there, what was the last time you re remember watching something? That's new. Uh, I guess... We're talking the last 20 years, so we're talking maybe the last 10 I'm years. watching something like live at, as it was happening. No, no, it, it, on, yeah, on TV or, well, you know. earlier you showed us uh, some matches from this past WrestleMania. But before that, have you watched anything? Or has it just been non-existent? No, yet? all of it is just watching matches from the 90s. Okay. From WWF, WCW, and... So it's, a, it's a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. Over and of course, you know, there's a the comparison of, you know, are the for me is the characters obviously like are the are are the personas now just not what they used to be? And mm -hmm. Why is it? So okay, look, there's one match we watched tonight to, earlier today. We did watch a few uh, matches on uh, the Peacock Network. Um, many people refer to it as the WWE cock. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just a thing. Vince Scott, essentially, yeah. it's uh, what it should be. Um, but here, uh, we watched a re the main event of WrestleMania 34, of course, uh, the crowning of uh, Daniel Bryan as he defeated Batista and uh, Randy Orton to win the WWE uh, Championship, and of course. You guys haven't watched this. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see, just uh, the yes movement. Now, Vince McMahon, everybody knows, loves big muscle guys, right? I mean, Hulk Hogan, Andrew the Giant, uh, The Ultimate Warrior. Yep. You know, you got John Cena, Batista, Triple H, uh, The Rock. Uh, in, in a way, Austin. I mean, Austin, I think, was really the enigma. I don't think Austin was ever supposed to happen. I don't think, you know, I don't think he was ever meant to be who he became. It's just that, you know. I just recently watched a uh, a video, which is the biggest highlights of his career. And it, and it starts yeah. him off as the, uh, what was it, the Hollywood Blonde? Uh, well, he was uh, part uh, one half of the Hollywood Blondes back in yeah. WCW with yeah. Flying Brian Pillman. That's uh, right. When, when Austin still had hair and he was stunning. Yeah, Steve. stunning, right. And then the ringmaster into just Stone Cold in, into yeah. what he became. And uh, it was a real cool video to watch because you do, you do see that progression. Yeah. Of him becoming just like a, a dude really trying with skill, and then all of a sudden, he's the enigma, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So now Daniel Bryan being another enigma, being somebody who didn't that literally didn't see us more than just a B plus prayer, an average guy. 
a, a lot of people who don't watch wrestling outside of the you guys have never watched the American Dragon in in, in, in action outside of the Is that why they call him? That was his nickname. The was American nickname. Dragon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, See, that shows how much I know about Daniel Bryan. That match that we saw yeah. is probably the first full match I've ever seen him fight in yeah. anything. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all times. He's probably one of the greatest ever, in my opinion. That's interesting. Because, um, like, if you were just on the name yeah. by itself, you tell me, go watch the Daniel Bryan match. You that sounds like the most boring name ever. My name is is two first names. Yeah, that's well, that, name. that that's because that the, the, the WWE style they give you names. His real name oh, is Daniel Bryanson. Oh, okay. so they played off Brian Daniel. So one thing, one question. So it's true that the WWE does not let you come up with your own persona. Uh necessarily. I mean, they do take your ideas. But everything is everything is a WWE property, right? Right. Uh, I mean, they, I mean, there are instances where guys will come in, uh, and you know, in the in the ruthless aggression era, I think uh, the early to mid two thousands, everybody that came in came in using the real names, you know. Right. Uh, they played off Batista's name a little bit off, but you know, you got Cena, Angle. Orton, true. All these guys. Uh, CM Punk is another one of the best in the world. Who you guys have probably never seen. I've seen some yeah, stuff. So I've seen some. I've seen him fight MMA. You know, he, he 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 came in with. He got to keep with the name CM Punk. Um, you know, he didn't come in as Phil Brooks. He didn't come as Brooke Phillips or whatever other funny name that he could come up with. So there are instances where yeah, AJ Styles, another guy who. Came in with his name. I mean, uh, Samoa Joe. I could go on and on, but for the most part, he likes to bring guys and then you know when they can, when it makes sense to bring him up with their own WWE name, name that they make in the release. So once they leave, they can't use that name, right? You know, it's, right. I mean, because they really invests in you, right? right. They have this right. machine, this marketing machine, this you know. Put you on their TVs and put you on their network. So, yeah, it, it's it's a weird thing, but Dale Bryan is a, a one of a kind character, and really seeing that progression of the fact that that moment at WrestleMania 34 was never supposed to be Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I believe that Batista won the Royal Rumble. He was supposed to go on, most likely win the WWE title from Randy Orton. But the people wanted Brian. They booed Batista when he won the Royal Rumble because Daniel Bryan wasn't even in it. Mm. Uh, and it was just like everything that that they, the fans wanted, Vince was like, no. You're not getting Daniel Bryan. He's yeah. not the guy. He's just a small little guy. Right. But the people, it's a yes movement. I mean, I don't know if you remember at the end of the, at, at the match when he won. You got yeah. sixty plus thousand people in the Superdome raising their arms in unison, chanting "Yes, yes, yes." Right. Derek, I believe you went we to a wrestling a Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah, we. I saw him. I think twice. Yeah, because I, I remember. Yeah, I, I do remember. I took you to a yeah. show, and the whole stadium goes wild. Uh, uh, the, All yeah. off of one word. Yes. Yes. That's the only gimmick he has. He doesn't wear any costumes or anything. And it, it's just it, it's the kind of thing that I think that that has progressed. I think wrestling has evolved 
uh, and WWE will stick to, stick to the playbook. They have a, the WWE way of doing things. Yeah. That's why they like to get guys to go through, for the most part, go through NXT first, which is their development system. Not really much of a development in in, in a way because they are like a third brand. Yeah. But here, yes, you got you guys teach them how to do the WWE way, and forget how to do your, you know, million super kicks your. Canadian destroyers and all your flips. Yeah, you know it, it's not about high spots; it's about telling a story. So, Daniel Bryan, were you guys like, is this the kind of guy that I could get into? I mean, you saw him; he you, you didn't see him do this in in, in in the match, I believe, but he does a headbutt in addition to the to the cross face. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Where is it? Where was he? Where's he from? He's from Aberdeen, Washington. Washington. Interesting. That's there's just something about his face I hate. AJ? AJ Styles. No, no, let, just, let, let the truth yeah. be told, you're just jealous of the men's very fine-looking hair. I never no, liked him I've losing got, the shield. I've got AJ Styles was never in the shield. Yes, he was. He was the white dude in the middle. No, no, no. That, that was Dean Ambrose. Oh, well, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't even know anything about Dean Ambrose, for example. I've never seen him fight. Never. I don't even know what he looks like. Well, I've only heard the name. Yeah. But AJ Styles, just something about it, I cannot... I, watching the... Uh, what did we watch? Uh, was it The Untold? Yeah, Untold, the, uh, it was the AJ Styles uh, debut at the Royal Rumble. Yes. That was really cool. Um, knowing the backstory made me, obviously, how can you not respect that dude? Uh, but it still doesn't help at all to like his uh, wrestling persona. Mm. I respect definitely he's a hell of a wrestler and he, he definitely deserves everything um, that he's achieved and especially at his age which is once you told me how old he was I was like what the hell is he still doing wrestling does he does he not know what happens to wrestlers after a certain age and he's still doing it but well you tell Ric Flair He's he's an enigma of woo. See, I don't, you know the 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 forties have become the new thirties. I want the people to know when I was in high school, I saw Ric Flair at Mall of Georgia with a girl who was like four times younger than him, holding all of his bags. It was amazing. He was shirt. Well, I think he was shirtless, but with his tracksuit, WWE tracksuit, and zipped up halfway to his chest, just walking around, well, pimping, limousine riding. Jet flying, Rolex wearing, son of a gun. That's it. Woo! <laughs> to Ric Flair. Uh, drink to that. We'll drink to that. Cheers. 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 Also, Cheers. it's uh, we're celebrating uh, Patrick's birthday. Big Puffs, thirty-nine. Yeah. Oh, is that secret? He was <laughs> twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, no, I, I turned twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah. You added. You added. Uh, yeah, year. we're celebrating uh, the big man's birthday, and uh, in in uh, honor of that, uh, decided to do this podcast and have us 
his brothers to talk a bit about wrestling, which I'm sure he's loving. So wrestling. okay, now for guys who love the uh, WCW, <coughs> excuse me, era, the yes. Attitude Era. Yes, we also get to watch a WrestleMania match between Sting and Triple H. Oh. A long time, much much later than it should have happened. We oh, yeah. uh, but of course. You guys may not know this, but in 2001, when WWE bought WCW, they chose to buy the contracts they wanted to take on the books. Yeah. Uh, all these other guys who were making all these other mother money, they were not just going to pick up their contracts. They wanted them to let the contracts go away, and then they'll sign in for less money. Stings is one of those guys who said, hey, I'm not going to go. And I'm going to do something else. Yeah, I, I believe he wanted to like focus on family. Sting also didn't really like the release values either at that time, right? Because they were a little bit, you know, extreme to his Christian values. So he ended up going to TNA Wrestling, now Impact Wrestling. But how many years after that? It was like a handful. Uh, of years. He he was probably rather not long after it started, like two thousand two ish. Okay, it's when it was Sting. So uh, TNA is something TNA. I never got into. Wait, but was it at TNA that he went through that weird Joker phase? Yes. Yeah, yeah okay, that's awkward. Yes. Obviously, don't get me wrong, Sting is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. But the fact that, just by doing that, he's obviously a, a wrestler that keeps grabbing for movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? First like, the Crow. Yeah. You're not, first the Crow, now the Joker. Yeah. I get it. And I get the um, the progression to how he became that Joker character, but at that point, I it, it to be honest, it was a bit embarrassing to watch, knowing how awesome and cool and creepy he actually was, just as the Same. crow sting and not saying a damn thing, yeah. and just had a damn crow on his shoulder and the damn rafters, yeah, looking at you like he could just. The lights would go off and he disappeared. But that, but that ended in 98. So, I mean, we got to see two and a half years of Sting talking after which, that. Which is true. I wish you, um, you would have done a return to that Yeah. in his later years, especially as an older man, where he so, could pull it off. So, Sting signed a four-appearance deal, if I remember correctly, with Impact in 2003. That turned into a eight plus, no, 11-plus-year career in Impact. You know, where he was always known as the icon staying. Uh, he's now an Impact Wrestling Hall of Famer, uh, multi-time champion. But yes, that's where his Joker-ish character was created. He was also part of the main event mafia, which is a funny, funny thing to see. You guys need to watch those clips. Um, and it's also the time where he wrestled uh, uh, the drunk Jeff Hardy. That, oh, that that's a match you guys. If that you guys sounds watch. terrible. Is he the I one mean, that did the finger? Was he actually drunk or pretending? He to was. Work? Oh, he was. So it's like a Scott Hall. He thing. just showed. I mean, okay. After this, we have to watch that. It's you're gonna blow your mind. What? And but yeah, him? how is so, there not a dark side of the ring yeah. of that yet? I mean, eventually, I think it'll come. I um, and I will say, all right. Just as a side note. One of the things that has got me back interested in wrestling are the shows like Dark Side of the Ring and Untold. Um, 
just hearing, knowing these stories, the back, the real background things, you know, it, they don't all have to be negative stories, but just knowing the whys and the hows, really, it makes it more intriguing to see, you know, the, the theatrical uh, yeah. result of it, of, of it, yeah. So 2014, he leaves Impact Wrestling, um, and then the WWE does um, involve him in, uh, I think, a Warrior documentary. Then he is added on the WWE 2K video game, 2K15, I believe. That that was the extension of WWE's relationship with Sting. Look, let, let's do some video stuff. Let's do the video game. Do you remember the uh, WCW versus the world? Yeah, I love that. Great video game. What well, was for PlayStation 2? Was it, it had to be. It yeah. was literally like a handful of WCW uh, wrestlers you could play. New uh, Japan versus, wrestlers. Yeah, so you play these crazy-ass Japanese wrestlers that are very popular over there, but I, I never knew any of them except for maybe one. I forget which one. He had to be masked. Muta? The great Muta or Yushin no. Liger? That, yeah, that one. Yushin Liger, who was just inducted. Yes, because wasn't he in WCW at some point? Mm-hmm, yeah, he, yep. he, you know, he was in the very first match of the WCW Monday Night Show against uh, Flying Brian Pillman. Oh, cool. Okay, there you go. But yeah, that was a very fun game. But anyway, so so staying here, then comes finally 2015. So that it took a long time. Sting but, versus Bret Hart, though. So we got well, Bret Hart in 2015 couldn't do. Oh, well, before then, it was a what was it? It was back in Nitro. So here we are, 2015, and you guys watch Sting versus Triple H. Okay, but this time Triple H, you know, he's married to the boss's daughter, calling his shots. Obviously, he comes in that Conan Barbarian getup, you know, for his entrance. He would, uh, and we get a lot of run-ins from the NWO, the Degeneration Next. Right, the throwbacks. And yeah, so Kevin Nash's legs. Your your Kevin th- Nash's your, legs. Your, your thoughts on the overall the match? Too uh, late that, in the making. That would be WrestleMania. I'd love to go to for nostalgic reasons and selfish reasons. But uh it was definitely entertaining, but Jesus Christ, Kevin Nash's legs. Yeah. I'm so glad he got that fixed, but just <laughs> they were wow. the, the whole angle. I know. <laughs> you look like a drunken giraffe oh, going down that, that. uh But it was a. It was very entertaining. Though. Yeah. Sting. I think did well. It's kind of again. It, it, you know, when do you hang up the ropes? When you're trying to look tough, yet there's a balding spot in the middle of your head. And you're, you know, your receding hairline and your long hair, you're really trying to keep. Nicolas Cage look. Yeah, he, he looked like Nicolas Cage as Sting in that. <laughs> but, you know, at what point do you just, you know. Yeah, what, what is it? So, you know a lot more about wrestling. Is it that these guys, like, I have think, too much pride or are they broke? I think they're, I think it's an addiction. I think it's an addiction to the game. Wrestling. I think back in the day, for the older guys, a lot of the older guys probably just um, don't know what they've never known what to do 
other than wrestling, and that's all they they can do. Uh, obviously, now if you get somebody like a Daniel Bryan or let's just CM Punk who has retired, he made a lot of money in wrestling. He also saved a lot of money in wrestling, and he also figured out other ways to make money outside of wrestling. So you don't. So he doesn't have to beat up his body. He's like he's talked about. Oh, I may come back to wrestling if they pay me an insane amount of money and the story is right. But you know, you have guys now who are like, okay, I can leave and do whatever else I want. A lot of the older guys just didn't think that way. You know, it was just like you make money and you spend it faster than you make it. You know, it's like the rock and roll life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, thankfully less guys think this way now and actually think about, hey, we actually need to think about our future and what's right. going to happen after wrestling. Because Just, they're independent contractors. So there's no retirement plan. Right. There's no medical plan. Um, you know, Vince McMahon is good about paying people's bills if they get hurt in the ring. But once you, once you retire, you're on your own. And, yeah, it's, you know... It is is the life of, of an independent contractor. Well, I mean, I guess those mega stars were. Well, I would assume that they're they are the first wrestling mega stars. Like, of course, there was wrestling before them, but would you say it was in the Attitude Era where it that was the first time that a re- wrestlers were seeing people like Hulk, like Hulk Hogan make the amount of money that they were making. Yeah, I mean, errors are they're different, right? You get, it's, it's all about booms in wrestling. And look, WWE for the longest time has been the one place to go. There's a lot of independent wrestling companies. And, you you know, WWE never really saw Ring of Honor or Impact as real competitors. But then you get, uh, you know, a multimillionaire who owns an NFL team, who owns a European football team who decides, hey, I like wrestling, I want to invest in this, and all of a sudden, you get AEW, and you get another place, and then you got money to offer people. But I think I, I think money attracts people, uh, but I think also a lot of these wrestlers do this because they love it. And some people can don't know how to say quit because they're addicted to it. Ric Flair. Yeah. You know, he, he, I'm sure he wishes he could be wrestling again. You know, but he's not. But he's always gonna be involved with one another because he loves it. He loves you know, slick Rick putting to, the hair back. To, to putting, be fair, to, to be fair, Rick Flair does more than WWE stuff. Like we saw with with Bad Bunny. Yeah, rappers love Rick Flair. Hip hop loves Rick Flair. Bad Bunny is not the only one that's ever referenced Rick Flair. I've heard many many songs. Talk about Ric Flair. Uh, I think old school wrestling and hip hop is a very popular thing. So long, long, long answer to question. Basically, yes, people either love it, are addicted to it, and can never stop doing it, or they just need to do it because they don't have anything else to do. You guys ever watched the movie The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke? Mickey Rourke. Oh yeah, the wrestler. I I still haven't seen it. It's. It, it's it's a pretty good like accurate uh, depiction of yeah of the life of an independent wrestler who at one time maybe thought oh I'm a big deal but then now they're wrestling in shows in front of twenty people yeah. for fifty dollars a night 
killing their bodies. Uh, I definitely recommend it. It's, it's definitely a movie to to made watch. me it made me think of Scott Hall, like the trailer <laughs> after seeing the Scott Hall documentary. Yeah, Scott Hall is uh, you know, but he's another yeah. one of old school favorites. Obviously, Razor Ramon. How are you not living in Florida and not loving Razor Ramon as a Hispanic kid, thinking this dude is actually Hispanic, which yeah. hilariously enough, he's not. Uh, of course, you can't pull it off nowadays. Wait, so, do you think that, I mean, like you mentioned, it was embarrassing to see Sting. Uh, do you think it's because you, you looked up to them so much and loved them so much that you wouldn't want to see them in any other way than their prime? Uh, no, I think he needs to, he should have stuck to his capabilities of what he could do in the ring. For example, Instead of when the I, extracurricular activities. Whenever Bret Hart would show up post his stroke and stuff, he wasn't really wrestling. He wasn't really trying. He couldn't anyway, for real. Right. Like, he was really messed up. But like, I don't know. Like, alright. I've watched some some stuff in which I see uh, what was his name Steven Regal, where obviously this dude is way past his prime and he's really trying to wrestle and it's obvious he should have hung up that shit like. I mean, I see all the time too in Japan like you you see older guys like uh, Yuhi Nagata who I think you know is one of the the greatest Japanese wrestlers ever, but at this point it's like okay, uh, you know you're just. Uh, so it's like okay, and Tenzan, and uh, so another guy that comes to mind, just uh, and Nakamura, who actually did not not Nakamura, but uh, Nakamura, I think his name, Nakanishi. I don't know. I, I'm what terrible with Japanese me? names. Uh, <laughs> hey man, you who, can't say the N word around who just, here. Uh, <laughs> we just retired last year, um, uh, or a year and a half ago. I'm terrible with dates as well. How old is he? Seventy-seven. No, but, uh, you know, it's just that, yes, you have guys who you maybe start to call it. I'm saying pride it, it looks, is, but yes. Uh, yeah, it's a bit. It, it's kind of like you hate when somebody tells you, hey. Obviously. I, think I mean, that's what Vince did to Rick. When when he has retirement against Sean, Rick Vince didn't want to do it. should retire. Okay. Shane should say, hey, dad, go do but He's he Isn't Shane dead or something? Vince doesn't even hasn't taken a vacation. I know, I know. He's the worstly addicted to the game more than anybody else. He loves it, but hey, he's making the he, most money. He's, he's ever doing cocaine, and now he now he looks like Walter Mercado with all the all the facial surgeries. He's never he's had surgeries. Di- Are you kidding me? Look at his face, man. Uh, I'm about to he does it. not look normal. Yeah, that, put that, that's, uh, that's look up age. Vince McMahon 2021. That is not age. That's age plus. Want to be looking so, Walter Mercado anyway? Obviously, I don't have much. I don't know. I'm, listen, I'm 50 50. As far as the older guys, it's like, okay, I'd rather see an old guy on my TV than a dead guy on my TV screen. I think we've seen enough deaths of people uh, gone too soon. Yep. So that's true. if these guys are going to be hobbling around looking like grandpas, yeah. you know, like grumpy old men, I'll take that. Because that means at least they're, they're healthy or are alive, you know? So that's that's neat. But you guys would be surprised. I think maybe WWE, in, in a way, is kind of like, okay, 
the storylines, the, the, the delivery way is not always going to be the same. You know, we've gone from many eras. We've gone from uh, what we call the Attitude Era, right? To uh, even before that, it's when we really started watching was the New Generation Era. Right. All right? In the, in the early 90s. Then we go to the Attitude Era. Then the Ruthless Aggression Era. Then the PG Era. And I think that the PG Era is... Um, it's one that people hate a lot because, you know, you go from, you know, charging in the using the FU to, hey, he's not using the attitude adjustment. Wow. You know? Uh, that was really a thing? <laughs> yes, yes. He, his finisher was the FU, and yeah. then they had to change it to the attitude adjustment once they went PG. That's Jeez. terrible. Why did they go PG? Losing Be- money? No, because they made, that's how they could make more money. That's because they could, they could attract more people, so they cheap more, in there. more companies, uh, more more. So they, they they turned it into Disney. It's a family, yeah. and look, it is not a family. It should not be a family event. Right now, I, right now it is. If you see, it, look, I was able to watch the first night of WrestleMania with Lillian, my uh, my girlfriend's uh, eight year old daughter, and. She's never shown interest in watching any sports. And I'm watching this wrestling, and all of a sudden, she sits next to me, and she's like, who's that? Ooh. Oh, no. That's fake. That's fake, right? Oh, that's fake. Like, that's her favorite thing is to be like, oh, that's fake. That's not fake. That's fake. That's fake. And I think it's more she's comforting herself because some of those blows, they're for real. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's all fake and predetermined in that sense, but... I'm like, when he's slapping the dude, he's really slapping the guy. That's there's no faking about let that. Me, let me tell you this. It is an eight-year-old kid telling dad and mom, take me to the show. Telling mom and dad, buy me that t-shirt. Tell me, mom and dad, get me this, get me that. Uh, you know, you can go on YouTube and YouTube this. This is all the time. You know, WrestleMania tickets for Christmas. How many kids... You know, birthday, Christmas presents are you going to WrestleMania? Yeah, okay, that's true. it's, it's I, like, well, it's like we were, I, I remember product. very uh, one of my Orlando memories is uh, asking our parents. Me and him were like, "Can we please get Shawn Michaels' hat?" He had his hat yeah. and his gloves you got the and the Bret glasses Hart stuff too. I remember. And I got the Bret Hart shirt. Yeah, uh, and the glasses. We, can't we lost all that stuff, dude. Dude, we messed cool. up. Yeah, we messed up. But I mean, that's what happened. We did not realize this was what it was. Right. Because when you're watching it, it's just like Disney. You're like, oh, Disney will always be Disney. Yeah. And Goofy will be Goofy, but you don't realize these characters have a limited time. I, as as a, as a as an adult, you look at things and see. I want to buy this. Yes. I don't want to buy this. No. You know, when you have kids. Pulling at you, asking, please give me this, give me that, give me this. Of course, you want to give your kids, you know, what they want within the means. But when you get those kids telling you, mom and dad, I want this, it's an easier chance. A lot, a lot of parents take their children to shows so they can be entertained. All the food, all the merch, I mean, at, at live shows, you see the lines. You know, yeah, but it's just, and it's all because kids will get into parents' uh, heads and wallets easier 
then they really went straight to the adults. I mean, there are sure. adults. So that's probably why they went PG. And it attracts a lot of more. But man, they really, really helped my puberty. God bless you, Stacy Keebler. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it it does it does help. It does help, and it, it does help. <laughs> the PG era has made oh, it. Lord. The between the new NBC deal, between the new Fox deal, and now just the cash cow, and, and just and, and the, the the Peacock network. But just I, those three, just I, those three, over two billion dollars for the next five years. Which is wild. All right, here's the question. Doesn't matter how well. So here's the question: Is the is the quantity worth the quality? Which is, st- I mean, I know you're a WWE man. So would you say right now the the best show in town, as far as wrestling goes, the WWE's got it? Uh I wouldn't say the best. I say they one of the best. The current. I best mean, modern. A lot of the best wrestlers in the world are in the league. I mean, you got and again, I mentioned Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Right. All right, Even so though I, Daniel's contract is over, and so I've been thinking done. about. So all right, so I've been watching some. Obviously, the Peacock thing helps, and being able to watch WWE stuff. So I am intrigued by EW. So should I start? Digging in some AEW. I, I think I think that. Do you think did. I like more of that? Uh, I think you would probably enjoy. They they have more creating freedoms, uh, as far as what they do because in WWE you do what Vince does. You can't do anything without Vince's approval. There's more of a collaborative effort in AEW. Uh, maybe you let some of the people do their own things. Um, there's a lot of great wrestlers in the in the air like uh, the. Lucha Brothers, Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., uh, Kenny Omega, the former Dean Ambrose, now uh, John Moxley. What? Uh, That's a big change of a name. Well, his that was his wrestling name previously to joining the league was John Moxley in the Independence. Then he came and he became Dean Ambrose. Now he left his back to Moxley. So uh, where's he right now? In AEW, yeah. Hope he's getting paid less. Uh, is it uh, and now the big maybe. show is on AEW yeah. doing a host thing? Right? Yeah, he's a commentator of AEW Dark Elevation on YouTube Monday nights with Tony Schiavone, seven p.m. That's Eastern. W- another reason I want to watch Tony Schiavone, dude. He's a WCW, and he worked over you know here at Gwinnett. You know what? He worked for the uh, Gwinnett Braves. Yeah, what? Dude, he was the tri- commentary oh, for really? the Triple A team. Yeah, yeah, dude. Now, yeah. okay, I, I mentioned to you Jericho's drop from top of the cage. Tomorrow, Tomorrow. we'll watch that show. Right. We'll watch AEW's Bloods and Guts show. They have it on Sundays. Uh, no, no, no. I, I have it. Oh, it's pre-recorded. It's called Mother's Guts a Special Mother's Day um. Edition. <laughs> but. Listen, it's a lot of the great wrestling. I mean, New Japan Pro Wrestling is the strong style wrestling. And it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is some of the most hard-hitting wrestling there Do is. Do they have a silly-ass story? I mean, it's probably in a different language, they, right? They, they, they do have funny so guys. Yeah, they, but it's a different they, language. They, they do have silly guys. <laughs> Japanese. But, but, but I'm saying, is it, is, they have storylines as silly oh, yes. as like The Fiend. 
which I cannot stand all that, and I don't really care to even that, know that, the history. That's silly as the fiend, but they got silly stories and funny people. Like, they have Toriyanu, who's like a guy who tries to cheat to win, even though he's a good guy. <laughs> uh, and then they got Rasuki Tegushi, who likes to hit people with his butt. Um, uh, it sounds like something you do. Uh, so yeah, so there is kind of you know funny gimmicks at the same time. You know, there's also Bullet Club, which you guys have not seen. Bullet Club is Fifty Cent part of that? No, but Bullet Club is probably one of the hottest, at least at one point. Maybe not slow down a little bit, but at one point in the wrestling world, the hottest wrestling group in the country. You couldn't go like this as I'm holding my two fingers up in the air, yeah, like yeah. doing the bullet. That is the two sweet sign, right? Right. That the Bullet Club took her over basically, and, and you know they they two sweet each other and uh, doing the whole thing. I love to too sweet another man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's too sweet right now. Let's just two. You guys supposed to sweet? Sweet. Oh, it's okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But so, I think right you now, enjoy. I, I, I think you're getting my. I think you. You got my opinions about it. And so then, far, the new WWE. And then there's 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 another company called MLW that that does a lot of different other stuff as well. I like it. And what does it stand for? Major League Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? I was <laughs> kidding. <laughs> oh man, it's so stupid. Um, Major it's League Wrestling. Hey, it, it, it does well. What? And we have to get the first base first. No. <laughs> Uh, and then of course you got the Lucha Libre, which I'm heavily involved with here in right. Atlanta. And I would, I mean, Derek went to a show. Yeah, I went to a show. It was pretty cool. But uh, Patrick came out on like to the stage in a blazer, tapping on the on the on the mat like he was someone's manager or something. Not manager. I was uh, trying like something was going on. Like I'm the producer, mm-hmm. so I went out there to try to retain order. And I think I, that show it, it's it's a it's a great show. Um, but yeah. It, there's a lot of different flavors for a lot of different people. The Elite part is definitely something that you have to get past the... Uh, some storylines are done, but look, there were bad storylines in the 90s, okay? I mean, I mean you're not right. You're Jean-Pierre not Lafitte, right. you know, stealing Brett's jacket. Yeah. You know, you got... Glacier. Okay, Glacier. Which was, a, run. was a, a rip-off of Sub-Zero. Well, wow. the whole thing with, with <laughs> Glacier and uh, Ernest Miller... The Wrath and Mortis is like a whole thing called Run, Blood Runs Cold. That's a whole story. It, it, it was just the, it was, uh, it was tough. very 90s. Oh, yeah. Suck, yeah. You know, so. It, it's a shame that Jean-Claude Van Damme never made a wrestling crossover. No. Hey, he, but you know who made it? Chucky did. Jesus. And Buff Bagwell's mother. That was awful. Chucky. Yeah, he showed up on w, uh, WCW. The, the doll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes! And he was making you know, threats. Arguing with Rick Steiner. That's so weird. Because <laughs> they were doing uh, Chucky and his bride. Mm-hmm. Right? The bride, the bride yeah. of Chucky. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so, wrestling, I mean. All right, but, all right, all right. But the quality is still there. All right, just, just for one moment, let's just change gears. So, Derek, your first, your, your top five. Wrestlers, all time, current, past, present, future. Just name five guys that you can think of. The oh, that's top of your head. head. That's the ones. All right, Sting, Steve, uh, Steve Austin, John Cena. Shit, man, you guys got me. Do, do, I made a list. I made a list. So this is what happened. 
I said Sting, John Cena, Steve Austin. That's four. No, three. three. Um, There was a point where I loved Kevin Nash. But anymore? Uh, Yeah. Well, I think these two come together, which is uh, Undertaker and Kane. Okay, the Brothers brothers of Destruction. Brothers of Destruction. Okay, so what about yours, Bob? What are your top five? Well. Of all times. If you know me. Then you know the number one pick of my personal draft, Brett the Hitman Hart, without a doubt. The best on that technician had the size. He wasn't super big, he wasn't super small. Just right. And who runs And he could take anybody. Had the hair. Had the hair, had the shades, had the two. Except Goldberg, who retired him, yeah. Yeah, Goldberg, which is, uh, we got to meet Goldberg. We did. Go, yeah, we, I was 12. Told Goldberg he would never be able to defeat Hulk Hogan. And, you told him that? Yeah, he you did. And then like six months later, at the Georgia Dome, where, which, where we were, yeah. we got to see Goldberg win the championship. Mm-hmm. I think I was thinking about it, like that little brown kid that told me I would never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> I still remember his words. Oh yeah, we'll see. Alright, all right, so alright, so I would say off the top of my head, uh Heart. Uh and then Sting as well. Sting. And I was a huge Stinger fan even like the WCW days. Yeah. Surfer Sting. Yeah. Uh oh now I'm drawing the blank. Alright, um It's scientifically proven to never and, remember when and, you ask on the spot. And yeah. you and you <laughs> asked the question too. I was hoping you would have all the answers. I know, I know, I know. Um, it was uh let's see, uh I mean you know me fool. Uh I'll always love Scott Hall. Okay. Raz- uh yeah. The Razor Ramon character more specifically. I'll definitely love the Razor Ramon character more than the Scott Hall. Even though they're you know, Scott Hall obviously there's a lot of Okay. They kinda intertwine. Intertwine, yeah, sure. But nothing was cooler than Razor Ramon when he was Hispanic. Yeah, Mr. Machismo. Like Hey yo. Yeah, and he threw the toothpick at you. Scott Hall just did not have that swag. He lost it once we all found out he's not. Yeah. You know, Latino. I am the bad guy, Chico. Yeah, I definitely love Kevin Nash. I was always a Diesel fan, and... His hair was... You're just into fisting, is what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm saying. Right, with the... Uh And number five. Damn, I can't think of... I'll, I'll give you my five and then give you a moment. All right, right, right. Macho Man. Um, I didn't love him like that, man. I would probably... Uh, so, I'm going Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, and uh, I'll probably go with uh, Ricochet right now because, I mean, he... Dude moves so great. Are you allowed to say Hulk Hogan? Because I, I almost said him, but... It's cancel culture. So. I don't care. I just don't like Hogan. I mean, I, I Chris. Let's make Chris Benoit my number five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, at least Chris Benoit didn't say the N word. <laughs> he was busy killing his wife and kids. So, uh, Scott Hall. Is you, you can blame his his brain his concussions for that. Okay, buddy. Okay. Not his fault. Um, Eddie. But. Eddie Guerrero is like number six. Yeah, Eddie got to be on the list. 
Well, you didn't ask us top ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask it at all. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, favorite match? Do you guys can remember a memorable match? Okay. Yes. Um, well, I've well, I've two top favorite moments. One of them is not a match, but it's when Sting came down um, from the crowd, uh, and I think uh, all of the New World Order was in the ring. And it turned out to be a fake sting. And then multiple fake stings came down. And then the real one came. And uh, it might be Macho Man, I think, that punches him. And he does his little it's dance. Bagwell. Yes, him. That punches him, does a little dance, turns around. And then real sting just clocks him out and then takes out the whole ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't the match. I think my favorite match, John Cena versus Umaga. Where John Cena starts to choke Umaga with the uh, the the rope, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember them saying like Umaga almost died, and then he actually did die. Not from that though. Not from that. <laughs> Not from that. <laughs> and but at the time, I'm you know blowing my mind. Uh, that's probably the most memorable match because I I think I I seen it live like at the moment, not just on VHS tapes. Yeah. To me, I think at this moment I did see live, and they're both actually Daniel Bryan moments. Uh, for the, the time I didn't, what I watched live on TV was what we watched today when Daniel Bryan won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 30. Um, second one was four years later, WrestleMania 34, in that very same building. I went and I was there live when Daniel Bryan teamed up with Shane McMahon to make his return to the ring after being retired for two um, over a year, I think, or two, almost two years. Yeah, probably, no, two years, yeah. He came back. He made his return, and it was like, he was there, and the Yes Movement was as loud as ever, and it was I'll never forget. Uh, if I want to go back, back, back to Attitude Era days to the late 90s, I would also look at Shawn Michaels' title win against Bret Hart in the Ironman match for WrestleMania 12. Yep, um, that's one of mine. It was, it was the, a the, the in- anticipation for that match was built up a, a long time. I mean, they've had a couple matches beforehand, so like it helped build the thing up. But like as a kid, um, and it's funny because Patrick was Team Michaels. Obviously, yeah, you're wearing a shirt. This he's wearing. <laughs> I'm wearing a Heartbreak Kids Shawn Michaels shirt right now. Yeah. Available now on www.shop.com. Yeah. Uh, so this guy's got this, you know, and I'm the Bret Hart dude. Um, to not say that you're not a you're not against Bret Hart. I think you've always liked Bret Hart. Uh, yeah, I mean, his views and personal views and things are a little bit weird. And I I love his uh, um, his uh, <laughs> wait, like what he's very opinionated on what on wrestlers he, on he, the he, industry. He's oh. a very much everybody against me kind of thing, and mm-hmm. you know, I, he, he's he, very uh, resentful from Canada. But I would say that it's like a Bret Hart of ten years ago. You know, it's not now. For sure, in my uh, opinion. I, I, you know I mean? I, some of his, I mean, he he's obviously not in the public lot, you know, out there as much as he used to be, but he still gets out there and putting his two cents and still, hold, you know, holds grudges against a lot of people. And, and, you know, he's always the victim. 
The people doing wrong? I mean, in essence, sometimes, yeah, but sometimes that's just, sometimes things just happen, and it's just like, I think Vince McMahon said it best when he said, Brett screwed Brett. And I think... You would say that. You disgust me. I, th- I think I think the bread uh, sometimes... Do you secretly work for Mr. McMahon? What's he giving you? Uh, no. uh, two burgers and fries an hour? What is it? Uh, a hot dog and a handshake. That's, that's all I work for. These uh, you want a handshake? It's a hot dog. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's kind of bread thing. It's just like, I think if bread was to let some things go and just be able to move on, he could be a much happier man. I think, but he's one of the greatest ever. And in my opinion, I think Brett tells a lot of truth, and people just don't like it. He is an opinionated son of a bitch, though. So sometimes he just he sounds bitter, mm. which he probably is. But at his age, and he did get screwed pretty well. Um, keep in mind, and you know, why did his brother die? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's uh, an accident. Wouldn't you hold a damn grudge against a company that was in charge of your brother like that? You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't super blame him either. He has gone through some awful, awful stuff. Do you have a third brother that wrestles with him? Dude, they have like ten brothers that wrestle with. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I know, like when they would come out, or whenever they they would come out, it was like the brothers. Uh, yeah. There's three of them were. I I think the only one. I mean, I, mean, I think one of them tried it for like. Bruce and Keith wrestled a little bit, but they they they, they had the talent and they had like a sister or like a niece or something that also wrestled. Yeah, well, not Natalia. Yeah, yeah, we had seen her live. Yeah, she's still doing. Oh, okay, you know, uh, but yeah, I think there's a lot in wrestling you guys would like. I think there's a lot in wrestling you wouldn't like. Yeah, um, ma- um, maybe maybe you wouldn't maybe you wouldn't be into the. Investment of weekly television and sit to three hours of Monday Night Raw. No, um, but I, I do. I could see you going back. You have to think about it. This I, is, that's a very time consuming. Excuse know. me. I I. That's <laughs> very time consuming. Oh, three, oh, uh, three hours on Monday night. Yeah. Uh, two no, hours. On an two, hour top. Two hours on Tuesday night. Pick and choose two hours on Wednesday night. I don't think so. Uh, definitely pick and choose when the I two watch hours on Thursday night. When I'm watching. Two hours on on <laughs> no. a Friday night. So one is, hour on Sunday on Saturday night. It's a negative. Are you seriously you know? watch all this? Uh, of course. Oh, well, he does. Is it still Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown? Yes, and then of course you put in then uh, NXT on Tuesdays, AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays, Impact Wrestling on Thursdays, MLW Saturdays, and then Sundays. And then you have your wrestling on the twenty eighth. That's MLW. They do have a. They have. Oh, when is it? And, and, oh, yeah, and Ring of Water also has a show. They Saturdays. have Midget Wrestling in Gwinnett County. Um, I think they call it like Tiny Five or something. But Midget Wrestling in Gwinnett County the on Father's Day. Mm. Yeah, actually. Good luck with that. Well, I'm not going on. We have a father. <laughs> Will he be here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, all yeah. right. A, a match that really... I remember with Starcade '97. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sting versus Hollywood Hogan. Hogan should have won that match. The whole—I mean, at the end, I wish that they wouldn't have kind of botched it at the end. It's—it's kind of heartbreaking, but um, 
I remember going to our aunt's house because we did not have the the cable box that you could do pay per view on, mm-hmm. and she did. So we stayed the night. We stayed that night up and watched that wrestling show. And now, it was awesome. Now available on the the pe- the, the peacock. On, he is getting paid. On, He's on getting the, in paid. the United States. How many w- peacocks the, are you smoking? That WWE <laughs> Network anywhere outside the U.S. Um, and it was so to me as a kid, that was probably the biggest event. Um, and uh, wrestling pay per view that I remember that I really like. Yeah, the next day was pretty pretty awesome too. That Nitro where he properly beat the hell out of Hogan was rad as well. I was never a fan of Hogan. We were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Your favorite, Mister. He is he is Mister Wrestling. But damn, he can't wrestle worth a shit. I I do agree with Bret Hart on that, without a doubt. I found uh, Hulk's book in the basement. I completely forgot what I did with it, but it's down there somewhere. Yeah. So, to close this out, kind of like you know, I mean, maybe we'll have this more of these conversations later as we go on. Uh, Definitely, I kind of want to go back and get some of your. Thoughts if you start opening yourselves to watch a little more stuff. But, yeah, not uh, seven hours worth. Obviously, of that, I think definitely more pick and choose. Check out a Sunday pay per view if you're available. But or, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what you think of the current the current guys. And there's a lot of great guys out there that man are some of the best guys in in the world. I think Roman Reigns right now is tremendous, being the biggest heel in the company. Um, you know, you see the reservations of MVP who came back, f- turned one uh, Royal Rumble appearance into a multi-year contract. You still have the Miz, who was just a, a scrawny little kid from uh, MTV, the Real World, yep. to becoming a mega superstar. He's headlined WrestleMania. He's been in uh, movies. He's had, you know, he's hosted uh, reality shows, TV shows. Uh, and you know he has his own TV show on USA Network uh, with his wife, which I have no clue how he got his wife. Um, <laughs> Maurice is just like one of those girls. You guys, we just people know people just don't attract. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's great. And then you also got Vince McMahon still ticking. I don't know, man. I'm still not sold on Vince. Uh, current, modern Vince. Not sold on on, on it. So, to close out. La- last thoughts on on wrestling. Real quick, uh, on you know your whatever comes to mind, and then plug your band. All right, my last thoughts. Wrestling has changed a lot. Um. Some will say for the better, some will say for the worse. I will say it's just simply changed. Um, are the gimmick, you know, the gimmicks are completely different. Um, they were pretty silly back then. Some are silly now. Some are not that silly. Some are cool. Some are interesting. So I will just say, as a wrestling in general, 
I will forever respect it as what it is, uh, sports entertainment. And I have nothing but the highest respect for these wrestlers doing, you know, putting their bodies on the line. I'm telling a story that uh, has been entertaining me since I was six, seven years old. Even though I stopped paying attention, at some point, I uh, still, you know, I cared about when, you know, people like Eddie passed, um, who did a lot in my childhood. Uh, so, I am interested in checking some stuff back in, so we'll see what happens with my, uh, with my uh, wrestling. I've been watching a lot of wrestling more now than I ever have. Again, in the last 20 years. So that means something. Thank you, NBC. <laughs> you peacock. Motherfuckers <laughs> are really getting paid by NBC. Um, my last thought is that uh, uh, I hope someone writes a check to Mick Foley. Like a million dollars. <laughs> that dude needs it. He deserves it. Thanks for breaking your bones. Yeah, he's, he's been through so much. And uh, I just hope he has a, a clean pair of socks. Wherever he is. <laughs> and so the band. Oh, right. Yes. We play in a band called... Dev Condors. And we don't really have a website because we're just getting started. We're releasing our debut EP. On June 11th, you'll be able to find us on all the streaming services. And you'll be able to find our uh, the website where you can... Download and buy the cassette or CD. Any any social? Yes, Instagram.com slash Dev Condors. We do have a band camp where it'll be, whoa, what, what is it? Uh, Dev Condors? I forget what yeah, the URL is. Dev Condors. Bandcamp.com slash. Yeah, or just go to Bandcamp.com and look up Dev Condors. Yeah, we're in Bandcamp, June 11th. It'll all be there. Pre-order will be coming soon. Our first single is coming out May 21st. Vamos. It's in Spanish, so Google Translate it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I look forward to listening to it and to buying the album. Thanks, guys, for coming on the show. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see where this wrestling, new wrestling road takes you guys. Yeah. Um, but it's quite it'll be fun. Experiment. And yeah. if, uh, if any wrestler is listening and you need a new theme song, Hit us um, up. Wrestlers definitely need music. We would love to write you your next wrestling theme song by Dev Condors. Book us. Book us. We'll figure something out. DevCondors at gmail.com. DevCondors at gmail.com. <laughs> that is DevCondors at gmail.com. Brought and to that, you by Peacock. And, then, <laughs> and, at, and at this point, also, Cusqueña Beer... Uh, the best uh, beer I brought to you from the wonderful country of Peru and some type of whiskey that Derek is drinking. So with that, thank you all for listening. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, we'll listen to it again. Maybe you'll enjoy it better the second time. Uh, make sure that you check out all this content we have on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play. Did I say iTunes? Also iTunes. Uh, make sure you follow us on the Twitter machine at FOW Radio. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.